Tonight, the CEO of Comcast said he would take his animation business over Disney's, and it's hard to argue when there's been more Minions movies than there is people who went to see Strange World. Cast members at Hong Kong Disneyland got to sign giant snowflakes that will go into the frozen-themed land. And not to be outdone, cast members at Epcot were allowed to sign their names into the dirt pile in the middle. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> uh, Destination D23 is returning to Walt Disney World in November, and there's even speculation that Bob Chapek may show up now that he has no scheduling conflict. He might show up. You've read WWE News Today. Now it's time for WWE News Tonight. <laughs> Live from WDWNZ Celebration near the Walt Disney World Resort, it's WDW News Tonight with Tom Corliss and Nicholas Cicero. Tonight, we discuss our Disney Parks holiday traditions. We play WDWNZ The Map Game, a visit from Kornak the Magnificent, and more. I'm Nicholas Cicero. Now, here's your host, Tom Corliss. Care Bear Back said, in. okay, the last one was good. So one of the three. Oh, one of the three good. jokes was good. Well, I'm Tom Corliss, and tonight's audience is not actually seated. They've been put on a conveyor belt, and they're just going mm. in circles around, around the studio. Yeah. Please hit the... Eric was right on that one. Eric was right. Please hit the like button, subscribe. If you're really enjoying this nonsense, you can leave a super chat uh, right here on YouTube. Yeah, your donations will be used to buy Universal a ride system, something you actually sit in. <laughs> Make sure. Guys, I don't think you know what rides are anymore. It's like, we've, we've designed a ride that's it's a moving walkway. That's the ride. Great. Great. Everyone fits, though, when it's a moving walkway. <laughs> everyone can ride. Oh, come on. Everyone, everyone can ride. How's it going, Nick? All right, all right. I, I told you I went to uh, Miami this weekend for work. Miami's scary. Have you ever been? I grew up in the Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna it's nothing be like Miami. scared of Miami. <laughs> so so I, I, I got to Miami Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and I got in a little bit early, and I was got like, it. I'm going to try out some of the local breweries, right? So I mapped out my little thing. I checked it out. And I went to the first one, and it wasn't that good. And then I decided to go over to this other one that everybody told me about. Everybody said I had to go to. Yeah. Wanted to check it out. And I didn't realize like it was in the city city. And I had never been like in Miami in the city city. And like I it was Sunday night and I was so like, you've been to like suburban Miami? Is that a thing? Yeah. I don't know if that's well, a thing. I've been to like the, the South Beach like side. I've and... been to like yes, the Miami okay. area. Yeah. So I drove in, I was like, all right, so I'm going in the big buildings, and I was like, well, it's Sunday night. How bad can this be going yeah. into, a, into a city? And I didn't think Miami was that. So I get there, I'm driving down these streets, yeah. and I see, like, these mobs of people. And yeah. I'm like, okay, they're lined up outside this, like, club. Yeah. I turn a corner, and it is chaos. There are mobs of people just crossing the street everywhere. There's yeah. police on every corner with their lights on. I'm a little scared. I'm trying to navigate traffic. I see these big vans with people like loading in and out of them, and I'm a little bit jealous because I'm like, that, that, that's a good way to do it, just like a lot of people in and out at the same time. And, and so I'm working my way through the city, 
And I end up like in a dead end and some lady's yelling at me and I have to like back out and my car smells like weed just for driving down this one street in Miami. And I can barely move and I'm so scared. And I, and I make my way out of there and I go back to my hotel room and I sleep. So you didn't get to anything? No, I didn't get to anything. Gonna go, I'm gonna go hide now. Yeah, that's about it. It was scary. That, was, that story, going that story back. was definitely worth that whole journey. Not it going was, back to Miami. Man, this guy. But work was good. I accomplished. I'm glad you enjoyed work in Miami. Yes, yes. It's what, what it's most known for. But yeah, work. not going back to Miami. It's very scary. <clears throat> What's up? Did you take one of my pens? No. You didn't take one of my pens. I, you, I, I know what happened last time I took one. I'm Nick, not I know when even a hair on this desk is touched. You could ask Jake. I know when a hair on this desk is touched. Tom, I, I, I think you took one of my pens. I wouldn't do that. I'm, I'm, I, really, I swear. Jake, do we have, we have the security footage? Yep. Do we have that? Can we pull that up? We're going to find out. We're going to find out if you took one of my pens. Yeah. We got that ready? Uh, yep. Take a second. We're ready. All right, let's... <laughs> Let's see, let me see the last like 24 hours. All right, let's see. That's, that's, that's not Nick, that's Julie. It's a blanket. It's a big sip. I mean, these chairs are comfortable. I've slept much. All right. <laughs> Can we fa fast forward? not touching the pens. She's just working at my desk. No pens touched. All right, we fast forward. Good evening, and thank you for joining us. Before we get started, please give us a like and subscribe to our channel. Tonight, we investigate the life of Tom Corliss, CEO of WDWNT. You've seen him in the parks. You've seen him on YouTube. You've clicked on his clickbait articles online, but you've never seen him until you see what we have uncovered. We ask the hard-hitting questions because inquiring minds want to know. Now let's get into it, shall we? Just fast forward past this probably, Jay. <laughs> Is that the shaman, the shaman of song? Still no pens. It does explain why the desk never gets dirty. 
I've never been able to figure that out. <laughs> She's near the pens. Cleaning the pens. Did not take it. That's it? That's all we got? Fine, Nick. I guess I guess I owe you an apology. I guess you didn't take any. Of yeah, that. you do, Tom. Yeah. You owe me an apology. Yeah. Anyway, let's do the. This is the dumbest. The dumbest show. The dumbest show. Should we do the news? News. news. You want? Oh, come on, I can't keep her for like 30. Give me that. I'm sorry, Julie, it's fine. The funniest part was, to set up that bit, I had to go get a pen from him, and it took him like two minutes to figure out which pen he trusted me with. No, honestly, it's like, what pen do people even recognize? Like, <laughs> there's so many in there. Is there one that people would even notice? Is from the dead. But anyway. anyway. Let's, let's and you gave me a pencil, but that's besides the point. You ruined the illusion now. People did not know this was a pencil. Now they it's do. It's fine. It's fine. And you, it's also really unfortunate <laughs> the placement. It's really, it's not the best pencil. Not the best design Can pencil. I sharpen it? No. <laughs> it's, it's purely for show, nothing. I bought the feather to use. This is the pen. I'm gonna use on the desk, and I have one in the package to keep. Yeah. And I have the, the feather, the feather pen. Anyway, I, I should warn people, just like last week, this is another filler episode. There's nothing of value on this episode, sadly. Yeah. Next week, though, we've got a great show. About time. But uh, we'll, fill, we'll fill two hours. If you guys just stay on the moving walkway, <laughs> it'll just take you around again. You know, just stay on till next week. <laughs> anyway. According to Deadline, Disney CFO Christine McCarthy has emerged as a somewhat unexpected frontrunner to one day replace CEO Bob Iger. She might be the next CEO, yeah. Experts cited her financial guidance during the pandemic where she was able to secure a large amount of cash to help the company survive, all while collecting a very large number of Dalmatian puppies. Also, I think the uh, Horace is going to be CFO and Jasper. <laughs> Jasper will replace Josh tomorrow. <laughs> Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is saying there is no U-turn to be made on the Reedy Creek dissolution. Yeah. That being said, it's hard to tell where he's going with this as he is a Floridian. He does not believe in a turn signal. So <laughs> we, don't, we don't know where it's going. <laughs> oh, man. Walt Disney World has instituted yet another price increase for multi-day and park hopper tickets. When asked for details about the new prices, guest relations suddenly pulled out a large monkey wrench and replied, that depends on how much you got. <laughs> yeah. As you know, Nick, you probably know this, Disney relies heavily on volunteers to make each of their run Disney marathons go smoothly. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, yeah Disney used to give those volunteers uh, for their time, a complimentary full-day theme park ticket as a thank you. However, after this year's Disney's Wine and Dine Half Marathon weekend, without notice, the volunteers received only a half-day ticket, and they were furious. Yeah. So I guess they weren't planning on going to Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom then. <laughs> <laughs> they were mad about the half-day ticket. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, isn't that crazy? That is. That's weird. That's like, nonsense. What, what's crazy? the point? Like. 
free labor and you can't even give them a thing that doesn't cost you anything. Yeah. Nuts. Watch, it's gonna, it's gonna be hilarious when they're short volunteers for the next one. Yeah. You know, yeah, and they're going, why? They're gonna start just doing half marathons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he wasn't like Wow. That was, we have the worst joke in the night. <laughs> <laughs> at home that couldn't hear Mr. Morton, he said they're going to start doing half marathons. Yeah. Giant sandwich, there's no transition here. Giant sandwich toothpicks. Giant sandwich toothpicks were placed on the roof of the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue in Toy Story Land, and it's the most shade that's ever been offered in the land to this point. Nah. People just, as the sun moves, they're like, I'm still in it. Stay in it. I know this will shock everyone. That was supposed to open by the end of this year, and they have said nothing about it. And as we know, Disney does everything on time. So, yeah. Baymax will fly over Sleeping Beauty Castle in the new Wondrous Journeys fireworks show at Disneyland. Yeah, given the show was made on a Chapek era budget, it makes sense that Imagineers picked someone soft. Ah. It's a case in, it's, ah. Everyone's all right? <laughs> Got hit in the head with Baymax. I'm fine. Recently, an all-new collection of interactive wands. To, oh no, the whole the whole monologue just shot back up. That's great. Anyway, how's it going? Man? Great interactive wands. I yeah. love it. If you carry one of those, maybe you feel safer going to Miami. I might. <laughs> if anyone threatens you, you just stick it out the window of the car. Was it? Was it Lady, was calm it? down. Recently, an all-new collection of interactive wands debuted at the Universal Parks all across the world exclusively at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. There's one uh, wand exclusive to each of the resorts worldwide. So at Universal Orlando, they have a Larch and Phoenix Feather Wand. At Hollywood, the Walnut and Dragon Heartstring Wand. And in Universal Beijing, it's the only one made for children by children. <laughs> Thank you. There's a Children Labor Corps. <laughs> they send you that's how you get you get picked to work that job in in, in china um hagrid comes to your house <laughs> you're a you're a factory worker harry <laughs> i think the kids actually live under the stairs too oh boy Toronto. <laughs> it's not an owl though it's like a it's a bat <laughs> bat comes and gives you the letter Pteranodon Flyers, the glider-style attraction in Jurassic Park at Islands of Adventure, is reportedly closed for an indefinite period of time. Yeah. Oh, no, said the 14 guests who get to ride on it every day. All 14 of them were very upset. Jake's just mad because he hasn't been on it. They can't let Jake on it. His feet would just drag on the ground. <laughs> It's <laughs> just the vehicle, the vehicle can't go anywhere, just, just like. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Man. Can now get a Grinch popcorn bucket in Universal Studios Florida or Hollywood. And meanwhile, at Walt Disney World, the cast members are still instructed to be a Grinch when it comes to refilling your bucket. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't make sense, though, because my review of Walt Disney World popcorn is usually that it stink, stank, stunk. <laughs> what do you want? It was that or nasty, wasty. That was all I got. 
I wouldn't touch that popcorn with a 39 and a half foot pole. <laughs> Universal has officially announced Illumination's Villain Con Minion Blast, which I believe is also a Mountain Dew flavor. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But yeah, Mi Villain Con Minion Blast will open at Universal Studios Florida in the summer of 2023. Guests will be given a blaster and then stand on a moving walkway to shoot at things. Yeah, so it's pretty much like an evening walk back to the parking garage at Universal Orlando. <laughs> be very, very similar. Nick, you should take the, take the blaster from the ride with you to Miami. Just to oh, the, there you go. I feel pocket, safe you know? then. Yes. Fart, threaten them with a fart gun. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This this new attraction does explain Universal's new tagline, though. Universal Studios ride the queue. That's the news. Who brings us the news? This yeah. program is brought to you by Wigs, the WDWNT Inner Globe Society. Support WDWNT to get early and exclusive access to content you can't find anywhere else, including exclusive post shows for WDW News Tonight and Park Center, access to our prize wall, a monthly Zoom with Tom, access to our Discord community, early access to our events, and much more starting at just $2 per month. For more information, visit patreon.com slash WDWNT or visit WDWNT.com and click the Patreon link. Join Wigs and unlock even more WDWNT. Yeah, I know I see plenty of you out there watching on YouTube. Someone asked how many of the jokes we tell in rehearsal um, and then they get the same sort of reaction. People think we have rehearsal. That's, That's hilarious, because we did it twice. Last week, we actually rehearsed them, right? We I, did? I told the people that were sitting in the room, I was like, don't get the idea that this is a regular occurrence. <laughs> it's definitely not. Uh, let's see what's happening this week on Disney+. Plus. Now streaming, that 70s park. <laughs> <laughs> someone, just, someone, just, someone just went, okay. All right. That's right. a thing. That's, that's one. Yeah. That's it. We came up with a really good one we now can't do. Um, it was Mr. Bean Counter. Uh. We came up with that today. It's too late. He's gone now. We can't go back in time. Mr. Bean Counter would have been. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, okay. Yeah. That would have got more than just a, okay. All right. <laughs> The crowd literally went, how'd the show go tonight? Well, someone just, there, there was a bit, and they just went, okay. <laughs> that sums it up. All right. I warned you, next week's show, though. Cream out. Not this week's show, but next week's show. Really good. Really good. Every, oh. every third one. <laughs> I think so. next week's show has fire, so we should be fine. Oh, it does. It does. Next week's show does have yeah. fire, yeah. Let me explain. Um, so next week, obviously, we're not here next week, but... Uh, Tony Ragu and friends will be here to host Tony's Christmas parties. They do every year. Uh, I've heard Mama Melrose has challenged Tony to a pizza cooking contest. Yeah. And so they're going to put a pizza oven right outside that door next week. Yep. And live, they're going to make the pizzas, and they're going to throw them in the oven next week. Yeah. That's what, they what can go wrong? I told them there's a good, they could use like some of that ash. There's a pile of ash out there yeah. from, from something that got burned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just throw that in. Uh, yeah, so that's like Liquid Magic. Are, are you going to be here next week for Liquid Magic? Or is Joe doing No, it? Joe got Liquid Magic. Oh, Joe will Pete. do Liquid yeah, Magic yeah. with Pete. Okay. 
You guys take turns now, you and Pete. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's a big show next week. We'll talk more about it later. Um, but we do have, we have, we have a show tonight. There's a show. There is a show. Map game. Map game. Christmas map game. Sure. <laughs> Hanukkah map game. It's a map game. It's Christmas. Okay. There's a map game. We have a discussion. And yeah. uh, Kornak, Kornak the Magnificent. He'll save us. He will. Do you have his envelopes? Yes. <laughs> Good. He's up next. He sure is. He's up next. Yeah. So I'm glad you have those envelopes. Right here. Yeah. Cool. Oh, Super Chats. Yeah. Take Nick off screen. <laughs> oh, Nick, we lost your camera. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, Super Chats. Let's see what we got. Step into the magic, $4.99. Not sure which has had more final appearances, the map game or the Main Street Electrical Parade. Still the Electrical Parade, I assure you. Definitely. Uh, State of Vision, $7. Can't watch live tonight due to the Game Awards. Why are we even... Jake, pull the Nintendo Switch thing out of the show there. We're not even doing it tonight. Forget it. This week on Nintendo Switch, already coming home with some big wins this year. You're not watching. Why... You're the only person we do it for. Fine, we'll figure it out. We got more of these. A show for one. That's how I describe this show when they ask, what's the show you do on Thursday? A show for one. Nope, we broke it. There we go. Sam Fritz, 499. It's the rotting corpse of Baker Mayfield and the pathetic Rams versus the moribund, is that a word? Las Vegas Raiders. Look up the score to that junk on your own. Now, Nick, he doesn't even write the score. It's not even a game you care about. He didn't write the actual score. Yeah. Andrew Freehand, $5. Can't tell if that's a tiny mug or Tom just has giant hands. <laughs> Why not both? In fairness, this is a Tokyo. <laughs> this is a Tokyo mug, so it is. It's on the small side. But my hands are, I have been told. I have really long fingers, apparently. That's the thing. Moving on. Rosita, $50, keeping the holidays going, sending a nice gift basket to you all, Tom. Oh, that's very nice, very, very kind, very sweet. Should be there by next week. Do, do, sure, do sure with all the staff and live studio audience. We'll share. We'll share with the, the staff and the live studio audience, yes. We'll make sure. Kyle Davis, Merry Phil Collins Christmas. Rosita, oh, Rosita corrected herself. Dang that chair. Dang fat finger. Kyle McElmurray, 999, enjoying the show with a Cosmic Rays pizza burger and a tall glass of Beverly. Mmm. Mmm. You got to get yourself a glass, of, a glass of pilk. People seen this? Pepsi and milk? It's a thing. They're telling you to do it. Pepsi and milk. Pilk. There's got to be a better name. There's got to be a better name for that. Anyway, we're going to take a commercial break. We come back. Kornak the Magnificent is here. Stick around for more. Disney still isn't running trams to Epcot or Hollywood Studios. What are you going to do? Walk to and from your car like a trash person? 
why not trust the fine people at Nick's Maxi Van to get you to the front of the park with their new service, Nick's Maxi Tram. Simply buy your ticket online in advance and Nick will come to your car, pick you and your party up, and drop you off at the front of the park. How is this possible? Well, Nick has been getting lost in the Walt Disney World theme park parking lots for so long that the cast members are used to him driving back and forth in the wrong directions. This is how he can come right to your car and whisk you and your family back up a one-way aisle, through the tram route, and up to the security screening area, even closer to the fun than a real Disney parking tram could ever take you. Once on board, Nick's Maxi Tram enjoy complimentary snacks Pete found on the ground in the parking lot. As always, we also have a foot bath at every seat. Our tram guide will even quickly describe the plot of We're Back, or That Thing You Do, in a matter of minutes, all before we arrive at the gates. So don't tire yourself out before you even get into the park and fight an appointment for boarding groups in lightning lanes. Save your energy tonight by calling 407-W-DIDNEY or online at our new home, nicksmaxivan.com. And as for those allegations made against us, driver, we're all clear. Say hello to Hey Disney, the all-new voice assistant for Alexa. You'll be able to get the weather with Olaf, joke around with the galaxy's funniest droids, C-3PO and R2-D2, go on adventures with Dory, listen to your favorite Disney stories, plus so much more. Awaken the magic and discover a world of fun with some of Disney's most beloved characters. Use Hey Disney to book a park reservation. Park not available or use it for customer service. Hey Disney, my showing of Hoopty Doo was canceled without notice. I'm so sorry to hear that. I am shipping a used bowl to your saved address. You can use it to check the weather. Hey Disney, what's the weather like? In Florida, maybe it'll rain, maybe it won't. Are you Samantha? And our newest feature, bring the Walt Disney World Resort home with you to help you sleep the way you do in our resort hotels. Like a white noise generator, but with a little Disney magic. Hey Disney, make it sound like I'm sleeping at an all-star resort. Uh, better make it art of animation. Hey Disney, how about the Grand Floridian? I can unlock deluxe resorts for $500. Hey, Disney with Alexa. Available soon-ish. And don't worry, Destination D23 attendees. You'll probably get yours one day. Welcome back, everybody, to WDW News Tonight. We have a great guest coming up in just a moment, which I'll tell you all about as soon as the teleprompter moves, which I promised I'd have. Oh, yeah, well, now I'm not going to reread the monologue. Why would I reread the monologue? It went so well the first time. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight is a very special night. As we have a great visitor from the East, the famous seer, sage, all-knowing, all-seeing, and the man who holds the patent for the innovative moving walkway ride system, ladies and gentlemen, Kornak the Magnificent!
Welcome, O'Grain Coronac. May a fat-shaming CFO go around you. Thanks, I suppose. Now, in my hands, I hold a stack of envelopes hermetically sealed that have been stored in a pickle You're jar at the Tower away. of Terror. Uh, very far away, yes. Will we be able to I, I, I don't know, Kornak. I will, I will have to get up and, and, and come a little bit closer. Remove this, no. this normal-sized mug. Look at that. Wow, your hands are ginormous, Kornak. That's what allows me to see what's in the envelope. I thought it was the hat. No, this is, this is on Amazon. Oh, okay. Well, Kornak, as you know, no one knows the contents of these envelopes, but you, in your incredibly divine way, will ascertain the answers without ever before seeing the questions inside these envelopes. Correct, sir? Indeed. All right. Anyone can plainly see that these envelopes are sealed. So are you ready to divine the answers for the questions enclosed in each of these? Can you, can you hear that they're sealed, though? You can, you, you can, yes, actually, very Stop much Stop shaking so. it, because they're definitely not sealed. You can hear and see that they are sealed. All right, I'm ready. Please, please hand Kornak the I first. I will get up and walk this over to you, Kornak. Thank you. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, it is sealed. Of course. You just get to one of, of them. Of course. Some of them sealed. They are all incredibly sealed. <laughs> How many women have you said that to? Oh, oh, Julie, stop the Cornac? Continue. What, what, do we want to do the bit? Please. <laughs> Thank you. I'm trying. The Great Movie Escape. The Great Movie Escape. Great Movie Escape. Name something that would work really well as a ride. It's okay if the crowd just wants to say okay <laughs> after the jokes tonight. <laughs> okay. That is, is acceptable given the quality of the program. Uh, super chats are non-refundable. I want to remind those at home. The Dial of Destiny. The Dial of Destiny. Describe the phone call that brought back Bob Iger as CEO. <laughs> it was the Dial of Destiny. Dial a phone. Thanks. It's going to be a great night. It sure is. Something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Yes. Describe the new ECVs at Walt Disney World. Carnac. <laughs> oh, they get better. I hope so. Lavaza. Lavaza. That's that uh, the coffee company, Disneyland Paris, just signed a deal with Lavaza. Lavaza. Please stop. You're making it worse. <laughs> How does Tony say Vaz in the tower? Lavaza. <laughs> oh boy. Villain con. Villain con. Yes. Name a fan convention in Orlando that Bob Chapek will make it to this year. <laughs> He's the top build, I believe. I'm sure he is. $50 just for a photograph, I think. You can't stand near him either. You have to stand six feet that is correct. away. So it looks like it's photoshopped. Moana and Avatar 2. Moana and Avatar 2. 
Name two water-related projects that have taken way too long. <laughs> it's not Cornex best night. Okay. <laughs> Nick, I've noticed the chair is getting further away, <laughs> further away from Cornex as the segment progresses. Cool. Puss in Boots Shake. Puss in Boots Shake. Yeah, Universal has uh, Puss in Boots Shake. Yeah. Yeah. Name a dessert at both Universal Studios Florida and on OBT. <laughs> oh, boy. The Puss in Boots Shake. Oh. Kids, look it up. Ginger F. Ginger Raff. Have you been to yes. visit the Ginger Raff yet? Yes, the Ginger Raff. Do you know what I'm talking about? I go and feed them every day. <laughs> At the petting zoo. Ginger Raff. How do redheads get off of a sinking ship? <laughs> Ginger Raft. Ginger Raft. It's close. Hand Cornack the final envelope. The final envelope. May, may you all eventually go to a good news tonight. <laughs> Slay. 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 This one is not hermetically sealed, by the way. They all are. Slay. What should the citizens of Hollywood do to that acapella group at Hollywood Studios? <laughs> Kornak the Magnificent, everyone! You're back. <laughs> wow. Where did you come from? That was quick. Why'd Kornak leave his hat? Kornak, your hat. Where'd he go? Oh, I'll just leave it there for him. I, he, I must have missed him. He left already. <laughs> Let's find out the Disney part. <laughs> I was writing a note to myself to be funny next week. <laughs> next, next week, please. <laughs> there. Can I get one of those too? No, only one. We're not both going to be funny oh, okay. in the same week. It's not. You're only good after we've been on like a six-week break. That's we come true. back that like that first show. It's very true. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Anyway, let's find out the Disney Parks incorrect fact of the week. <laughs> Phones are no longer allowed on uh, Space Mountain, and not because people were dropping them, because people kept getting roaming charges. Because <laughs> they're in space. Ha! <laughs> space. Yeah. We got a great show next week. <laughs> we had a good show a couple weeks ago, too. Yeah, two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah that was the one you guys should have came for. That was, that was really good. I think we're, we have something else we're doing now. Map game. Oh, is it map game time? Is it actually? It's not in the screen. I think it is. Jake, is it map game time? <laughs> map game time, please. Oh. 
That up there. <laughs> I could do my Nick Map Game impression. You want me to do the Nick Map Game impression? Yeah. Oh, oh, you found three shoes. Oh, three shoes. Oh, it's amazing. Pick another square. Shit. Oh, no. Oh, no, you lost the shoes. No one's looking for the shoes. The shoes are gone. Oh, man. Oh, pick another square. Never mind. Did you, did you, are you ready now? I don't know. The, we, the, which camera should I use? <laughs> That's not a camera, by the way. <laughs> okay, cool. Go for it. What's that? Just stay oh, the TV where, stay where you are. You bring the TV in. <laughs> right in front of me. <laughs> yep. There we go. I also need a microphone. Yeah, I got Thank you. We should have put the commercial before this. We should this. try that rehearsal thing. What? Yeah, maybe. She'll fix the camera, calm down. I'm short, my head's cut off. That's your map tonight. That's a wood board. I think it's a TV screen. You know. Oh, there's the map. Are people clapping for this? <laughs> this is what we get for having an open bar before the show. <laughs> people are asking each other, like, was there an open bar? <laughs> I didn't get anything. <laughs> Eric drank it all. It's Map game. Map game. All right, let me read the instructions for the map oh, game. Oh, oh boy. Yes. What a joyous time of year. It is Christmas season at the Magic Kingdom. And in this vintage version of the map game, we are getting back to the basics, back to what made the map game great in the first place. We chose five contestants before the show who will each join me up here on stage and choose five map spaces each. What are they looking for? Well, since it's Christmas, presents, of course. Some spots on the map contain presents. Collect as many as you can and earn some core bucks at the end of the game. Some spaces even contain Santa Goofy, who will give you 10 presents. But beware, some spaces contain ex-CEO Bob Chapek trying to steal last bits of joy before he disappears. He will steal presents from you. But we wouldn't send you out there without a little help. Some spaces contain money bags. Use the money bags to distract Bob Chapek from stealing your presents. <laughs> if you have any unused money bags at the end of your rounds, you can exchange them for three presents each. There may also be a surprise character hidden on the map who will deliver even more goodies. All right, it is time to play the map game. Uh, let me have John up here to the stage. And where do you want him to stand, right? On this side of the TV? Go ahead and grab the mic from Katie. Come right up there on that side of the TV. John, how you doing, John? Good, how are you? Great. Have you ever seen the map game in before? I have not in person. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> know. It's thrill. even better. I'm so excited. <laughs> all right. So, since you're the first one, you have all these spaces you can pick from. 
So what I need is for you to pick one coordinate, A through F, one through six, and we'll see what's there. Okay, let's go with D4. D4. Oh, that's going to be negative one present, but you don't have any presents to steal, so you're okay. All right. Pick your next coordinate, John. Let's go A2. A2. Let's see what's... Oh, you're not doing so well. <laughs> Bob Chapek is there. That's uh, negative two presents. Again, you're still at zero. You haven't found any presents yet. Where would you like to go to next? Let's go with... B5. B5. Oh, you're going to be happy with that one. You found the present. All right. That's one present for you, John. Yeah, you clap for presents. All right, two more spaces left. C3. C3. No way. <laughs> no way. You found the real Santa Claus. Oh, no way. That's an automatic 20 core bucks for you, John, that even Bob Chapek can't steal. That's amazing. And you have one turn left. Go ahead. Let's go with F5. F5. Five presents behind five. All right, so that's a total of... Six presents as the first contestant. That puts you in the lead. Go ahead, John. Go ahead and sit down. And we could bring up Shannon to the stage. There you go, Shannon. You saw how that's done. Okay. Very easy. John walked away with six presents and he found Santa Claus. Oh, that's 20 core. Right? I know. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and pick your first coordinate. Um, let's do F1. See what's behind F1. Oh, hello, that's a visit from Santa Goofy. Yay. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Aww. All right, so Santa Goofy gave you 10 presents right there. That's a cool. good start. Can you tell this game was made for the radio? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's do 6C. Six C, C six. We found a money bag. Oh, all right, okay. all right. So ten presents in the money bag. What's your third? Um, C two. C two. Oh, negative one present oh. right there. Bob Chapek oh. just took one. But you're gonna use that money bag, right? To yes. Scare him away. Ah, <laughs> oh, you get away, Bob. Here's some money. All right, you kept your presents. That is. That's what the. That's what the board of directors That's did. What they did. Some money. There Here's you go. a bag of money. Please, please go away. <laughs> All right. So you still have ten presents and uh, two turns left. So okay. Um, F three. Let's see. F three. Well, some more money bags that could come in handy, just in case Bob's behind your last uh, map space. Uh, let's do D five. D five. Minus one, that was Aww. Mr. Chapek. So Dang. you're gonna scare him away with those money bags. Oof. And that is you're gonna stay at 10 core bucks or awesome. 10 presents, which puts you in the lead Sweet. for those core bucks at the end nice. of the game. Nice job, Shannon. Yeah. All right, next up, Stephanie, please come to the stage. Still plenty of Santa goofies out there to find. There right. you go. Let's All right. do B3. B3. Ooh, nice job. You found three presents nice. right there. All right. Um, E4. 
E4. Uh-oh, Mr. Jpeg. He's taking two of your presents. That knocks you down to... People too. are booing the fake Bob Chapek. <laughs> they should. Knocks I mean, they booed the real one. I mean. All right, that knocks you down to one present. A5. A5, uh-oh. He's just following you around there. He's just following you. He took another present. You're at zero. I know what that's like. <laughs> All right, two Jason's more drives. I got this. I, you got it, I, I got this one. Okay. F. F. Four. Four is three presents. All right. All right. Okay. Not bad. All right, one more left. Santa Goopy's elusive, isn't he? D3. D3. Oh, not that elusive. Merry Christmas. Look at that. Look at that, Santa Goofy, that gives you 13 presents. Woo! That puts you in the lead. Yeah! All right. Good job, all right, next. I'm re-examining my life based on how alive the audience has come for this and not the rest of the show. <laughs> Joe, get up here. You were worried I'd forget your name. <laughs> I did, don't worry. Someone told me. Um, all right, Joe, what is your first spot? Let's go C4. C4, uh, negative two presents, yeah, yeah. All right, so you're still at zero. A1. A1, ooh, some money bags there, just in case Bob comes along. F6. F6, ugh. There is Bob, negative two presents, but you don't have, you don't even have any presents, so he's not stealing anything. B1. B1. Oh, five presents there. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. You need some more to get into second place here, though. Let's see, your last one. Let's go E6. E6. Negative three presents, but you use those money bags, you'll stay at five. Five is your total, Joe. Five presents, that puts you in fourth place. All right, Sean, our last contestant. Come on up here, Sean. Maybe you'll find all Santa Goofies. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, One could more. dream. All right, Sean, where would you like to go first? Uh, let's start with E2. E2, negative two yeah. presents, so you're at zero. D1. D1, that's gonna be plus two presents. You're on the board. B6. B6. Oh! Oh, what do I hear? That's Santa Goofy! He's going! There he is, all right. That is 10 presents for you there. You're up to 12 total, and you have two turns left. Nice, okay. Um, try C5. C five. Oh, oh, oh! Is he seeing the board? Oh my goodness, that's fantastic! You're up to twenty-two presents. Santa Goofy loves you tonight. Where's your last face? Well, he's my favorite too, so that's great. Um, let's finish off with yeah. A four. A four. Santa Goofy visited you 
three times. Joe, stop yelling rigged. <laughs> Let right. me assure you, the game was barely put together to begin with. It certainly is not rigged. John, that's We didn't 30, have that kind of time. 32 <laughs> presents. That means awesome. you're our winner tonight. You're going to get 20 core bucks for coming in first place tonight. Congratulations, awesome. Sean. All right. Cool. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Appreciate it. Christmas map game, everyone. All right. We'll be back with more news tonight after this. Yes, it's a goofy map game. That's how you do it, Tom. That's how you do it. Well, Disney still isn't running trams to Epcot or Hollywood Studios. What are you going to do? Walk to and from your car like a trash person? Why not trust the fine people at Nick's Maxi Van to get you to the front of the park with their new service, Nick's Maxi Tram? Simply buy your ticket online in advance and Nick will come to your car, pick you and your party up, and drop you off at the front of the park. How is this possible? Well, Nick has been getting lost in the Walt Disney World theme park parking lots for so long that the cast members are used to him back and forth in the wrong directions. This is how he can come right to your car and whisk you and your family back up a one-way aisle, through the tram route, and up to the security screening area, even closer to the fun than a real Disney parking tram could ever take you. Once on board Nick's Maxi Tram, enjoy complimentary snacks Pete found on the ground in the parking lot. As always, we also have a foot bath at every seat. Our tram guide will even quickly describe the plot of We're Back, or That Thing You Do, in a matter of minutes, all before we arrive at the gates. So don't tire yourself out before you even get into the park and fight an appointment for boarding groups and lightning lanes. Save your energy tonight by calling 407-W-DIDNEY or online at our new home, nicksmaxivan.com. More parking lot trams coming soon to Peppa Pig Theme Park and your local Chuck E. Cheese. The holiday season has come to Disney parks and a new year is just on the horizon. But Disney management is always looking for ways to cut corners and has a history of firing Imagineers at Christmas. What is one to do? Presenting the Sklar on the Star, your best way to keep Disney management in check. Created in the likeness of Disney Imagineering legend Marty Sklar, simply attach this little scout to the top of any Christmas tree on Disney property, and he'll keep an eye on management meddling. Just listen to this Imagineer. Mr. Chapek was talking about turning Carousel of Progress into a rotating gift shop until he saw old Marty up there at the top of the Christmas tree, and it really spooked him. He knows that Marty talks to Walt, and Walt talks to Santa. Well, nobody wants coal in their stocking, after all. Yes, the Sklar on the Star will have your nearby Disney management on their best behavior. But that's not all. It also inspires Imagineers to think outside the box and work towards cohesive theming goals. I was working on the Incredibles-themed area over there at the Contemporary and noticed Marty up there on top of the tree in the lobby and just thought, what in the world are we doing? More Pixar at the resorts? But, but why? And what does Beauty and the Beast have to do with the Grand Floridian? Why did we even put that there? Thanks to the Sklar and the Star, I feel I got my head on straight once again. Thanks, Marty. But what about the rest of the year? 
will then purchase the John Hinch on a Bench or Mary Blair on the Stair. The Sklar on the Star family of products, keeping an eye on Disney management so you don't have to. No more Splash Mountain. Almost. We're getting near the end. Yeah. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Do you have your? You're gonna go say your goodbyes. Do we have start, a final start splash. Last chance to splash. Last splash. Final splash. Splash splash. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, let's see what's. Even though he's not here, let's find out what's being released this week on the Nintendo Switch. Be sure to pick up. Uh, Disney Duck Hunt. <laughs> Disney Duck Hunt. Kids, ask your parents what Duck Hunt was. Do kids know? Because it's in, it's in Smash Brothers, right? Yeah. I mean, the dog. You could fight with the dog and the duck, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good. Anyway, let's see what's coming up on the show the next few weeks. As I said, we have a good show next week. <laughs> next week. Uh, is the Tony's Christmas special again? The peeing contest, Liquid Magic, the return of Tony Party, all next week. Yeah. So, and it's the first time on the show we're letting people that come to the studio play Tony Party. First time. Last yes. year was all staff. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, that's our last show of the year. Then we will be back on January 5th with our 2023 preview, which I mean pretty much means we're going to talk about Tron for five minutes. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. What else? So I guess Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. These are things we've already talked about in previews of upcoming Previews years. of other years, we yeah. We will now talk about them again, I guess. I don't know. We'll figure it out. There'll be more on that show. We'll let you know next week. But, Nick, who brings us the show every week? Uh, news tonight is brought to you by the Vacationeer, the engineers of your next magical vacation. Sit back and let their team of vacation planning experts craft your family's next magical Disney trip. And guess what the best part is, Tom? What is it? Their services are free! free. Visit WDWNT.travel for details. The Vacationeer, the official travel agency of WDWNT. I don't even know what's going on in the chat tonight. Oh, they're all over the place. They're all over the place. We have super chats. Nope, okay. <laughs> He's gone. Where did he go? Hold on. No. Wait, what? Now they saw me. Get no, up. super chats. Super chats. We just wanted to see if you were paying attention. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Red Sanja 13, Lady Sienna Nickel, uh, stated how much she wanted to play the map game, just saying. <laughs> uh, Chelsea, I can't even read anymore. I need new glasses. Charpenter. Charpentier? Sure. Sure. $2. Shout out to Stephanie in the audience. Hi, Chelsea. And then, hi, hi Chelsea. Oh, is this another one? <laughs> no, it's the other way. Stephanie Brooks for I Shout out from Stephanie in the audience to Chelsea in Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is going to become just people talking to their friends on the internet yeah. through, through the show. Uh, Chelsea, again, $2. Shout out to Steph in the audience, her first time. There's no spaces in her first time. It's not a hashtag either, so I'm very confused. 
Step into the magic dollar night night. This is for Katie fixing the camera. Thank you, Katie. You've got mail. Katie also has no idea what that sound effect is. It's from before she was born. She saw the movie? Wow, Jill, you're really dating yourself. <laughs> what year did You've Got Mail come out? What, what was that? Somebody's got to. What? Maybe late 90s, 97, 98. Is it late 90s? That Darius said, yeah, like he was alive. What year were you born? You weren't, we don't, if it came out in 96, then you weren't alive. It's 98, he was alive. All right, fine. You win this time. Psst. Katie. <laughs> you know, no respect here. Chelsea Carpenter, $2. Let's go, Steph. She's gotta be banned. No, no, there's people that say worse. <laughs> Ricky Howard, $5. The Julie bit saved this episode. <laughs> oh, boy. More of that in the future. Enjoying the show as always. Uh, Elon, 199. Love WWNT. Great show. All does Tom play Smash? Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I played that game for five minutes, and then uh, I realized I wasn't good at it, and I never played Smash yeah. Brothers again. Yeah. Same. Yeah? You're not good at it either? Oh, I'm horrible at yeah. it. I mean, I like kind of playing it, but... I just, like, smash, smash buttons yeah, for, like, five minutes. I don't remember and, the yeah. not, combos. Yeah, not our thing. I bought it, though. Everyone was buying it. You'll also doubt I Nick and Tom are great. Usually he says just you. Yeah, usually. He felt bad for how bad I was doing tonight. <laughs> like, I should include... <laughs> Tom might need this tonight. More people are cheering for the map. Now are you... No, don't patronize me. <laughs> Are you ready the now? Is, I, I've been ready. Walt Disney presents... Now, Nick, you warned me before the show that these were not good. Not only not good, but this might possibly be my shortest edition of psychotic comments ever. I knew the we crowd were, is going all. I knew I knew we were short on time tonight. What? First story, uh, James Cameron has pitched new Disney films for Avatar Flight of Passage ride at uh, Disney. I don't think they're Animal Disney Kingdom. films, they're probably Avatar related. <laughs> sure. New I don't film. think they're putting like the rescuers into Flight of Passage. <laughs> new films, all right. Just fly on Evan Rood. They can read it. Uh, at GMIAC wrote Inasmuch as I don't know what the hell is going on anyway, I doubt I'd even notice a difference. You could hear people cough. Okay. <laughs> At Severcat wrote, if Cameron is paying for it, let's focus on rides that actually need an update. Nemo and Epcot could use an update. Imagine it's Cameron not a doing Cameron. That would be cool though if Cameron did Nemo. But it's like, what like, is uh, the deep? What is that that water movie he made? I oh, can't think of it. I don't know. Is it the deep? I don't know. There's some crazy Titanic? movie he made with like, yeah. People are like, yes, all right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's Nemo the Deep update. Yeah. Um, WDWNT tweeted, "What time of the day is the best time to ride the People Mover?" At Campersina wrote, "All day, every day. If those bench seats were a little more comfortable, padded, and reclined, 
I would build a life in that vehicle car and sustain myself off delivery food from cosmic rays and then lead out the shower when it rains once a day at 4 to 6.30 p.m. in Orlando. Wow. What a life. I hate to tell you, if you're eating cosmic rays, there's no way you're going to spend the whole day on the people move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the last comment of the oh night. Oh, my so God. This one's really psychotic. Prices increased on Walt Disney World multi-day and park hopper tickets at Davis 0670 wrote, I was hoping prices would start going down instead of up. <laughs> psychotic. I told you. What the oh, can you believe these people? I just love that. After we made the joke on the Chapek episode that we had nothing left after that. We have actually had nothing left after that. Really just scraping these together. Oh, boy. Retro Red, more Super True. Chats. What do you play, Tom? Uh, Sabotage the CEO. That's my favorite game. I like to play that game a lot. I've been told I'm pretty good at it. What do I legitimately play? I don't, it's been a while. I don't know. Like, even the last few Japan flights, I didn't even bring the Switch. I forgot to charge it. It was like, I mm. oh, forget it. Um, the battery life on the Switch is not great. No, I don't play it much off the, uh, off the... Oh, really? I never dock. play it on the TV. Oh, yeah. no. You're My, playing Pokemon, though, the new one? Yeah, I'm playing the new Pokemon, uh, Bayonetta 3. I'm playing a lot of that okay. right now. Um, but my, my Joy-Cons are but doing no time that. for comments, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh... What did you do to your Joy-Con? Well, no, they, Can they, we say this on the air? Yeah. <laughs> they, they kind of, they, they do, they're doing that thing where my, like, the characters like, run to the left like, without me touching the joystick. I've heard it's normal if your Joy-Con just kind of <laughs> veers to one side. <laughs> That's kind of normal. Someone had to explain that to somebody? <laughs> there was a long pause. <laughs> There's a long pause. I hear Joe suddenly start to laugh, and then everyone around Joe starts to laugh. They drift. Oh, did You're Julie right. explain it? Julie explained it to everybody. Thanks, Julie. She just was like, the sooner that we can end this show, the sooner I can go to bed. Let's Joy, get, Joy -Con get these people, get these people Joy -Con out of drift, my house. Joy-Con drift, it's a thing. Huh? Joy-Con drift, it's a thing. Is that like Tokyo Drift? <laughs> I don't know. Which, which new Pokemon did you buy? The, there's two of them. The hell, um, you don't even know which color no, it is? No, I forget. Was it is Scarlet and Violet? That sounds yes, right. Yes, Katie said yes. Scarlet. You bought Scarlet. Yes. I can't buy that one. <laughs> oh, God. That's hilarious. Too much that's yeah, amazing. I'm sorry, Nick. I have to get the other one. We can't oh, trade. Or can we? Are they, comp are they still compatible? I'm sure they are. Yeah. You can still play together yeah. if you buy the you two different play together. When I was a kid, you could only trade between... I don't even know if that's true. Really? I no, I think you All always... I know is you couldn't... I could never get that stupid cable to work. The link oh, cable? No, that never worked. That's Kids, there was a time in which there wasn't, like, wireless. You had to hook your Game Boy via a cable to another Game Boy. <laughs> like Avatar <laughs> with the tails. <laughs> yeah. That, more modern oh, reference for people. Oh, man. You know... 
That was uh, that's how we courted back in middle school, right? Like I can never courted. Yeah. Courted, courted or courted? Courted. Or courted. That's how you, you asked if you knew a girl yeah. liked you. If you're like, can so we? I knew, can I give you my link cable? That's how you knew it was serious. That was second base when I was in middle school. <laughs> second base was Game Boy Link link cable. <laughs> Third base was the printer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the weird, the weird uh, tiny print, the camera and the weird tiny, tiny printer. Then yeah. Anyway, we've gotten really off course here. WWE Mickey five dollars is the new Chapek Christine McCarthy. Please, I find her to be evil. I mean, she doesn't like fat people. Um, neither do the Ratatouille vehicles. So I don't know. I don't know. She also got rid of Bob Chapek, so I'm willing to give her the benefit of the doubt for a little bit. I don't know. She's not who I want to be CEO. Do I think she'll be worse? Probably not, but um, not my number one choice. As I said before, Tom Staggs and Kevin Meyer would yeah. be a great team. That's my hope. Or, or if they want to groom Josh tomorrow real quick, that's fine too. But Yeah. Well, don't you want him to stay in the parks for a while? I do. So yeah. I said selfishly, I would like yeah. him to stay at Parks and Resorts because I think he gets, I think he gets that division. Yeah. Why is it telling me to ad lib here? What am I ad libbing? Is this just always in the script? That's always in the script. Point? You said the same thing like last week. Did I? I'm getting senile. I don't even remember anymore. All right. I think we've ad libbed enough. Uh, we have a discussion when we come back. Stick around. <laughs> This Christmas, immerse yourself in the holiday spirit at the Grand Floridian's Spectacle of Mismatched Lights. Come wander through our wonderland of lights, white lights, orange lights, burned out lights, and more. And make sure to bring the kids to meet Sparky the Elf, our in-house electrician. Afterwards, warm up with old-fashioned hot chocolate in the Enchanted Rose. And by that, we mean buy an old-fashioned for $25 and then buy some hot chocolate for the kids. The Grand Floridian Spectacle of Mismatched Lights, a holiday tradition like no other. Well, Disney still isn't running trams to Epcot or Hollywood Studios. What are you going to do? Walk to and from your car like a trash person? Why not trust the fine people at Nick's Maxi Van to get you to the front of the park with their new service, Nick's Maxi Tram? Simply buy your ticket online in advance and Nick will come to your car, pick you and your party up, and drop you off at the front of the park. How is this possible? Well, Nick has been getting lost in the Walt Disney World theme park parking lots for so long that the cast members are used to him driving back and forth in the wrong directions. This is how he can come right to your car and whisk you and your family back up a one-way aisle, through the tram route, and up to the security screening area, even closer to the fun than a real Disney parking tram could ever take you. Once on board Nick's Maxi Tram, enjoy complimentary snacks Pete found on the ground in the parking lot. As always, we also have a footbath at every seat. Our tram guide will even quickly describe the plot of We're Back, or That Thing You Do, in a matter of minutes, all before we arrive at the gates. 
So don't tire yourself out before you even get into the park and fight an appointment for boarding groups and lightning lanes. Save your energy tonight by calling 407-W-DIDNEY or online at our new home, nixmaxivan.com. Don't worry about your car while you're at the theme park. I'll keep your seats nice and warm. Welcome back to News Tonight. We're live on WDWNT-TV. Thanks for watching. Please hit that like button and please subscribe, of course. And please, let's find out what, uh, what piece of unbuilt Disney we're going to uncover this week. Let's see. What we're it's Haunted Mansion Jewish Holiday. What? He can't be... Yeah, never mind. The Nightmare Before Hanukkah? Yeah, why not? we got to be inclusive, right? Like, why can't we include more holidays? I don't know. Of course, alternate side of the street parking is in effect for that ride. So keep that in mind. The people from big cities got it. All right. We have some people behind this tree. Who's, who's behind the tree? We have... Jill Hello Giffendall. down there, everyone. <laughs> it's the bumble. <laughs> uh, we have Jill Diffendahl, Jason Diffendahl, and Eric the Bumble Morton joining us. Yes. From the uh, rotunda. In the darkness of the mountains. Back there on Mount Crumpet. Anyway. Thanks for sitting in the back, Eric. We appreciate it. I can't see you. It's what I do best. <laughs> like at school, you, did you hide in the back of the class? It's, but yeah, and then like when I ride in the maxi van, Nick makes me stay in the back in case he has a fare on the way or something. Is there room with all the bodies back there? <laughs> <laughs> it helps him blend in. God. Anyway, um, so Disney Parks holiday traditions. Obviously, next week, most of us are not here because Tony takes over. So I wanted to talk about, um, I mean, obviously, many of us have been going to the Disney parks for a long time, and I'm sure many of us have celebrated a Christmas season, if not even a Christmas or New Year's holiday at the park. So are there traditions? Are there things you do every holiday season at Disneyland, Disney World, wherever, the Disney parks around the world? Is there something you do with those that's become sort of a tradition, something you and your family, or just you have to do, whatever the case may be? Yes. So, Jason, Jason, yes. I will go first as so I can go to bed. May <laughs> <laughs> be excused after I say my piece. It's almost time for the show to end. We only have <laughs> 17 minutes till the end of the show. Hurry up, Jason. It's a pretty hard stop we Better keep around start. here, Jason. Better start yeah. talking. Um, so my tradition started uh, probably like 15 years ago, maybe a little more, um, when, when Disney started coming out with the holiday pins at every resort. And at first, yeah. at first, they would only have the pin for that resort at the resort. Yeah. So I can remember taking buses all over the place, yeah. going all the way to Fort Wilderness yeah. to get the pins. The first year we got them, the Fort Wilderness one was the hardest to get. And I had a couple of those, and I would trade them for, like, all kinds of good stuff. I mean, it was insane. So that's been my holiday tradition now for ever since they started with those, which I think was like 2004, a long maybe? A time ago. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be. 
I remember, you remember Cousin Ralph. Cousin Ralph, we would, we, I remember we drove that day to Everly Hotel, which was kind of fun because it was a way to see oh, yeah. all of the Christmas decorations in one day. We'd never done that before. Like, we'd go see some of the hotels, but there were, there were probably back then several hotels I hadn't been to to see their decorations. Yeah. So that was kind of the wild thing. Like even back then, like now, I love. I like to go to Fort Wilderness. Can you imagine now, how many times you would get the shakedown from security trying to do that now? Dear Lord. Oh, back then, yeah. I mean, because the lady yeah. that that lady was at Contemporary back then, the lady who would never let anyone yeah. in. All the other ones you'd never have a problem was always only Contemporary back then, and then occasionally she'd pick up a shift at the Grand, and we'd be like, oh no, now she's over here. We wouldn't get into the Grand. We'd have to go. We'd park at the wedding pavilion and walk over back when we used to be able to do that. Um, there used to not be gates. Uh, gates at the wedding pavilion, so we used to just park over there. No one, no one was looking. Eventually, they caught on and put the gates in. Well, they built the DVC way. That was when they put yeah. the gates at the wedding pavilion, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But, no, it was, it was a nice way to, to be forced to see yeah. all of the resorts. No, it was fun. In, yeah. I thought it was fun. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of... It's kind of anticlimactic now when you just go to Sp yeah. Pin Traders at Springs and you just buy, you them, buy them all. I used to get fun. mad. You remember they used to do a lot of the like the pin hunts, right? Yeah. Where you had like it was like a cardboard card, and you'd have to go get like like Thanksgiving. They used to do it. There a couple other holidays. You'd have to go to place to get them. And then eventually they started just putting them all at one place. And I was like, well, then, is it That's really a hunt point. if you can buy them all in yeah. one place? Like the fun yeah. is going. People never understood that they're like, why, why wouldn't you just want to buy those? Like, part of the experience is like going to collect. It's part of the fun. It's like, mm -hmm. I argue people all the time. They're like, oh, so everything should be on Shop Disney. That'll solve the problem. And I go, that makes everything not special, though. Right. Mm -hmm. If I can just order it on Shop Disney, there's no, like, Paris 30th stuff. I went all the way there for the start of the 30th, and then the stuff showed up at Epcot. I was furious. <laughs> I was so mad because they're like, I went there for the 30th. And now people that didn't go, have the stuff like that doesn't really seem like the the fun like Disney World's 50th. You should have been able to get any of that stuff anywhere else. It should have been I will at say, Disney World for the 50th. The Epcot 40th stuff that was on Shop Disney on October 1st. Yeah. I still haven't gotten it yet. So oh, maybe maybe your <laughs> your wish is coming true. You know what's know. sad is the Epcot 40th stuff. They probably sell it at Disneyland now. Before Shop uh, before they had the, the Shop World Disney. Showcase stuff at least. Yeah, they had all the, that the, stuff at. For festivals at Disneyland. At Disneyland. Yeah. Disneyland. The Tokyo really? Disney Store, the flagship, has Walt Disney World 50th and Disneyland Paris 30th merchandise. Isn't that you know, ridiculous? We're getting way off topic here, and it's getting late. Would you yeah, I like, no, but when Jason mentioned Fort Wilderness, <laughs> I've always wanted to go. I want to participate in that golf cart parade. Never have done it, uh, but I think that looks yeah. like it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, that's Halloween. No, they have one for Christmas, too. Is there a Christmas yeah. one? I've I don't know if it's an official parade Halloween. or if people just drive around and decorate there. But it's I, a big I know, thing like, to decorate Nick, and, and do your do golf the, carts big. Have yeah. you done the, like, walk around and just look at people's Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, my, my tradition kind of is, I mean, similar just without the pins. I mean, we, usually yeah. with a group of friends, we pick a day and we start early in the day and try to visit as many resorts as possible. Usually, and, and this, this kind of changed, I guess, ever since the pandemic, but up until then, um, we used to do that on the 30th of December and then end up at the Magic Kingdom and watch the fireworks. Yeah. Like that used to be the entire thing. So we started, we did all the resorts, went around to different groups of resorts, ended up at the monorail loop, and then ended up at the Magic Kingdom. 
Um, it's changed a little bit because I haven't done the New Year's fireworks in a couple of years. But um, yeah, that's that's kind of the tradition to kind of go around, just eat and drink and look at the decorations and yeah. hang out. But now you have the you have the local itis now, or you don't. You're like that's that sounds crowded. I'm no, uh, no, no, no. I still do it. I still like do it. No, the part that we didn't do. Yeah, the part that we didn't do is the fireworks. I haven't been to the New Year's fireworks in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Local itis. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I still do the I still do the Fourth of July. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah, every year. Okay. I wouldn't miss that. Yeah. Oh, Fourth of July is such a good day to just be at Epcot. All yeah. Day. It's yeah. Too hot. Is, yeah. Speaking it's of too hot. speaking of New Year's Eve fireworks, though, um, I've I started a new tradition last year because last year was the first time mm -hmm. I was ever here for New Year's Eve, mm -hmm. and we went to Epcot. Yep. And my plan, I already booked park passes for New Year's Eve for yep. Epcot this year, it too. It was awesome. Because it's yeah. the best fireworks show ever. Granted, we didn't yeah. see it's Magic really Kingdom New Year's Eve fireworks to actually I, be able to, like, compare yeah. them. But remember, we it got, they're both we got hit with so oh. much oh fallout. It was, and like this we, had, we picked up, like, pieces of the shells yeah. off the ground. Like I did. Pieces. I have so them in a Ziploc bag yeah. at home that is marked, <laughs> like, my first New Year's yeah. in Epcot Well, it, it wasn't show. your first World War III barge no. show because we did all the Epcot anniversaries. Yeah. But I remember no, we actually got hit with. Yes, oh, yes. we, we did that time. Yep. Yep. Yeah, all those Epcot anniversaries yeah. I left with pieces yep. of uh -huh. shell. We got, yep. we sure got did. hammered. Sure did. The wind blew right towards us. <laughs> That's what happened last year. You yeah. used to, during the Star Wars weekends, if you're driving down World Drive at the right time, just have debris rain down on your car. <laughs> That wasn't even from the fire. <laughs> 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 that was just some knocking down the back lot. <laughs> I will say this. Both shows are great. I like the Magic Kingdom show better. I don't know, because that was the one. That was twice, up, though. Growing up, that's the one. You can do it on the 30th, but mm -hmm. I don't know. There's something about doing it on the actual. I don't know. That's a tradition for us. We always did New Year's Eve, and I love the Magic Kingdom show. Like, it's. Fantasy in the Sky comes back, which is the fireworks show from my childhood. Yeah. And then at the end of that, it's like Mickey and all of them, they're like, they're, it's like they're there with you counting down. And then the fireworks are the shape of the numbers, mm -hmm. which the first That's time I saw that blew my mind. And it sometimes, sometimes they launch a little weird, so it takes people a minute to catch on. But then they're like, oh, that was a five. Yeah, it was a so five cool. in the air. Um, and then like the fact that it's, and, and we've done it all different places, right? We've done it in the park. We've done Marina at the Grand Floridian. And it, sometimes it's cooler from out there because there's the launch site in the lagoon and then mm -hmm. you get like the double show kind of. We've done California Grill. and I, The Epcot show is great, but I love, the Magic Kingdom one feels more like tradition. I think just because we did that one. My first Epcot one was only a couple years ago. But. I mean, I, Epcot New Year's yeah. Eve is an experience. I think it's more than the fireworks, right? It's I those so. the weird dance parties, like the, yeah, the dragon yeah. that blows mm -hmm. fire, and um, the Italy, the crazy Italy rave, and the silent dance party thing, and it's it's an experience. If you if you haven't, I would tell people. I know, it, obviously, it's crowded. Epcot's easy to do, and there's plenty of places to see stuff from. Magic Kingdom's kind of a fight. It's always going to be a fight to do New Year's Eve in that park, but you should probably. It's like a. I think it's a Disney fan bucket list thing. You should do New Year's Eve. Um, in a park. I also did one year I did World of Color New Year's Eve, which was amazing. Um, not like amazing good, just amazing ridiculous because they did fireworks in the lagoon. And the reason they stopped doing fireworks in the lagoon was because it just, it's like a bowl. And so all the smoke just sits there. And so after like two minutes of fireworks, you couldn't see anymore. <laughs> and we're all just in a cloud of smoke <laughs> counting down to the new year. <laughs> 
and Katy Perry music is playing with World of Color. Um, it was cool, though. It was neat. So New Year's Eve is one thing. Is there any reason to really be at a theme park on Christmas Day, though? If you like crowds. I So Christmas, it used to be... I've never done it. There's a couple reasons I like it, right? I like Christmas week, they'll do the, the entertainment for the parties, right? So you get the party entertainment and no additional charge, right? Mm -hmm. So they'll run the Christmas parade, they'll run the stage show, they'll run the fireworks. Um, so that's nice. What used to be cool as like a fan about Christmas was attractions would open that normally wouldn't open. So like there were several years where like Timekeeper, the only time you could see Timekeeper was Christmas and New Year's. And so that's all we would do. We would go see like Country Bears, Tiki Room, Timekeeper, Carousel of Progress. That was season. People forget that was seasonal for yeah. a while too. Yep. Um, even Alien Encounter towards the very, very end. Um, and like that was what you did that day. We'd go do all the theater shows and half of them, you know, especially in the early 2000s, half of them didn't operate the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. Same thing at Epcot. Like that time was fun because there was a couple years where that was the only time you'd go do Body Wars be like the only person in Body Wars or Cranium <laughs> Command. Um, and Horizons, Horizons, for that matter, yep, too. Yeah. yeah, when I was very young, I remember that was the one week a year, sometimes Fourth of July, but generally only Christmas you could do Horizons. Yeah. I love, um, just for a holiday vibe, uh, Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. You know, especially yeah. pre-pandemic, right? I, I thought, like, it's kind of back, but the lasers aren't back, and it's yeah. not quite as... Uh, they don't oh, do so quite you as, mean the show, Sunset the, Seasons Greeting? The whole, yeah, the whole vibe, right? I, is it a show when it just goes on constantly for hours and hours and hours? As long as you don't say Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. Oh, no. No, but... <laughs> um, people but, like that show. I don't. No. People like no. that show. But, uh, but, no, I love the vibe. I think the decor at Hollywood Studios is yeah. like this really great aesthetic of, of oh, the time absolutely. period. Yeah. Uh, to me, that... And, and, and you can even say, like, going to Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar, same type of... Best yeah. holiday overlay. Um, yeah, best yeah. holiday overlay, right? Um, Where that, the food's actually good. Like, yeah. The, yeah. the holiday food is worth coming back every year for, yeah. So I think those, especially now absent... I mean, obviously, everyone on this stage, I think, would would agree Osborne lights oh, Eric was... Eric was the first I was person gonna, to yeah. say it. It was going to It was going to come out, right? Everyone on this stage would yeah. say Osborne. Um, but absent of that, like I love the uh, the sunset vibe and um, Jock Lindsay's. That was the studios. Christmas park until oh, absolutely, yeah. Until Osborne was gone, but yeah, yeah, they did a good job with the new stuff, right? So the Hollywood and sunset decorations, like they did that real everything on Hollywood Boulevard's very 1930s now, right? With the weird little like 1930s plush reindeer in the garland, and um, you know the dancing ornament girls and all that stuff, like Echo I, Lake. I mean, yeah, Echo Lake was that was brilliant when they figured out to move the tree, and not put it in front of the park. It's like, oh no, put it in the lake and give Gertie a Santa hat was the greatest idea anyone's <laughs> ever had. Yeah, um, but that park, like Sunset Seasons Greetings, never panned out. It was never the Osborne replacement. You know, I I still don't really understand that decision. I still don't fully understand why there was no effort to put it somewhere else. Uh, you know, like, the Herculean effort it was to get the Osborne lights to begin with, the fact that modern-day, you know, mega-corporation Disney couldn't figure out a place at Disney World to put them up just seemed kind of crazy. 
They could have just put them in the middle of nowhere and people would still yeah. go. They, like, yeah. They I should mean, have put them in the no middle of nowhere. Yeah. That, I think the problem that they had was they, the lights made gobs of money. Yeah. Right? Between merchandise and food and beverages when people were back there. And then they got rid of them for a, a show that no one really liked. Well, they got rid of them for Galaxy's Edge. Well, yeah. And then we're like, well, we got to come up with something that Hollywood Studios needs a new ho holiday lineup, right? So they did Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, and they did Sunset Seasons Greetings, and they moved the tree, and they decorated Gertie. So, like, the non-show stuff turned out all right. And then, like, Sunset Seasons Greetings and the Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam were like, oh, it's, this is fine. I actually know multiple people who... We're not Disney people that yeah. came down and the Osborne lights actually made them yeah. kind of like really fall in love with the place. Mm -hmm. And I, I, there's just something special about it where these people are like, oh my God, like I, I came here kind of wanting to be cynical about this place, but this is amazing. It was like actual magic, right? And you yeah. didn't even, people didn't even know how amazing like the backstory was, right? Yeah. That it was some guy's display and they got yelled at and they couldn't have it anymore. It's it's a pretty amazing story. Yeah, I mean it's it that was the best Christmas lights display I think I've ever seen. Yeah. So before we wind up spending the to the show talking about Osborne family lights because I think most of you could. I don't have a lot of affinity for it because I didn't see it until right before it was gone. So like I don't have a tradition of Osborne family lights. But the thing there are two things I want to say. The more positive one of which is that Christmas is, I think, the time at the Disney parks where you get, you still get the most authentic Disney magic. There is still so much stuff that is just this surprise and delight kind of stuff yeah. that's not about making money, that's just about providing this really great themed environment, whether it's like the incredible amount of care that they put into decorating the resorts, mm -hmm. where you've got all, like every resort has its own. houses are insane. Yeah, yeah. they have yeah. their own themes where all of the resort, the trees and the wreaths and everything have ornaments yeah. that are specific in this like sophisticated and like clever sort of subtle way. Mm -hmm. You've got the gingerbread displays at all the different parks that they spend all year creating and like there's no money in that for them like sure now they sell like a gingerbread shingle for $50 or whatever it is <laughs> but like in the grand scheme of things they're yeah. not making money off the gingerbread displays right but also they should sell a gingerbread <laughs> shingle let's yeah. be honest like yeah. it's at you go to somebody's a gonna like, buy that part yeah. of the magic of that is that not only you can is it take a gingerbread it home house, with you there's people in it yeah, yeah. and they're selling things yeah out <laughs> yeah but like you've got like the the Christmas entertainment at Epcot, like all yeah. those little different things in all the countries. Oh my gosh, yeah. the Barn Santa in Norway is like my favorite. And it's yeah. just this like sort of casual little side it's thing. It's probably the thing they spend the most money on that doesn't have a direct measurable yeah. return yeah, on exactly, investment. Exactly, exactly. You know, and all of this really begins in one particular era. This is an Eisner era. It thing, absolutely right? is, yeah. This is, as the resort is expanding, they're building more hotels. Like, holidays around the world wasn't a thing until the early 90s. Like, they did Christmas stuff, but it wasn't, that Epcot didn't have a full event until, like, when they brought in Lights of Winter and yep. all, like, that's when oh, that started. Oh, Lights of Winter, yeah. Yeah. That Look would, it up, kids. That, yeah, right. Um, and even, like, so the other thing, like, again, I haven't come to Disney a lot for 
this before relatively recently, but the thing I, and I'm, I have a soft spot for Animal Kingdom. It's, I think it's a terribly underrated park, but I love Christmas at Animal Kingdom and partially because I, I love Mary Menagerie. Like that the is a thing, thing that I, I made a point to go this year to see um, because I love it so much. But there's that, that segues into my other point about Christmas at Disney that back to sort of the localitis thing is a problem. So I now don't have a pass with zero blockouts because I'm a Florida resident and I have options, yeah. right? So the pass I bought is blocked out the two weeks leading up to Christmas and New Year's, which means that by the time Christmas starts right after Halloween ends, until my blockout date start, I have very little time in the parks, relatively speaking. Halloween lasts like two and a half months, but Christmas pass holders only have like five weeks in the parks to see everything. And so like there's this sort of mad, plus it becomes more and more crowded. So you've yeah. got this mad rush for pass holders to try to cram in those things that they wanna go see. If you wanna do candlelight, if you wanna see the trees in the parks, all of that stuff, yeah. you have this very limited time frame. So it's kind of like, I, that's the one thing that, that kind of stinks about Christmas is you have way, there's so much, but you have way less time to try to do it. I, think, I, I made the mistake one year at Disneyland of buying the ticket that was blocked out the two weeks of Christmas, and then we went. <laughs> the two weeks of oh, Christmas, wow. I had to upgrade the ticket, and the, the trouble they had upgrading the ticket was when I decided I am never, if I'm buying an annual pass to somewhere, I'm just going to buy the top one because I'm not, I don't even want to think about this again. We spent two hours at the ticket booth. I, I have to say I'm disappointed uh, that they discontinued the Lights on the Castle during yeah. the holidays. That I was think really that was nice the biggest too. draw for the Magic mm -hmm. Kingdom. So now me. we lost the Country Bear yeah. Christmas and the lights and got nothing out of it. Right. Because that was the budget. Uh, not only that, but they, um, I don't know exactly what year it was, but they used to have the wreaths went all the way across Main Street, which looked great. Yep. Obviously, they mm -hmm. changed that so they can presumably fit a dragon down yeah. Main <laughs> Street. I like yeah. those Aww. wreaths going all the way across the street. I, I don't mind the weird, like, attached wreaths. They're pretty. They're nice. The big ones that they hook I just, on I the just building. thought it used to look better. It's not it the did. same, right? Because yeah. you go to uh, everywhere else, Disneyland, Tokyo, like everyone's got the Mickey wreath, mm -hmm. garland, and I'm like, yeah, I miss that at home. And everyone else has it. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot what else. Someone, someone, you know what? I miss Jingle Jungle. Jingle Jungle Parade. Was, that was good. I missed that, that parade really in general. Good. I know people I, didn't like it. I didn't care for the regular parade, but that parade it was, was fantastic. It was just a music change. They like barely decorated anyway. Well, yeah. it was hot. They added the hot cocoa yeah, smell. Yeah, I loved it. So you're always in the parks then. Do you never watch the Christmas special? You know, like Christmas morning? You We would still, even if we were yeah. here, we would still like stay in the room and watch the Christmas parade. We would still do that, even though, isn't that weird? Because mm -hmm. even though you're here, you still, it was still the tradition, right? Was to sit and watch. And still to this day, like even, you know, my parents will come here for Christmas now. We'll still sit home and watch the Christmas parade. And then we'll go to lunch and then go to the park. Usually the, I will say, I can't believe I'm going to do this. If I can, there is one small positive in the park reservation system. And it is purely for people that go Christmas and New Year's. And the positive is you know you're not going to show up and they're going to tell you the park is full. Mm. Um, 
So you I, drove that from Seattle. Absolute <laughs> only positive. And we're talking about two out of 365 days. So this is not defending the system. It is the only positive of but the also, entire system. When you were a kid and came with your parents, you stayed on property. You were guaranteed to get in. Not everyone was. So monorail resorts specifically. So when we stayed at the Grand, it would be like, yeah, you, you get in. I, they used to turn other people away some years. From the Magic matter, Kingdom. Didn't matter if you were moderate or value. They'd just be like, forget it. Like, we're full. Go to Epcot, please. Yeah. yeah. That's why we liked staying. I mean, that was the reason to stay at a monorail resort Christmas and New Year's. We're like, we know we can go to dinner. We would always do our, our, our uh, New Year's Eve tradition was Citricos. We'd always do dinner at Citricos. All dressed up and fancy, and then you go in your fancy clothes huh. to Magic Kingdom, and it's 95 degrees because it's Orlando. I mean, some years it was cold, but some <laughs> years it was 95 degrees. They stood there in, in jackets and everything. Yeah, but good times. Good times, though. Um, I want to say, I know we briefly touched on the gingerbread. I like that's that Grand Floridian gingerbread house. I get a shingle every year. I've had a shingle every year since the first year. And that's like last year I went down to the wire because I like forgot to go. And I think I had to go on the last day and just run and get and hope they had a shingle. Be like, I got uh, it. You know, they have vaccinations for that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I haven't heard that joke 18 times in the last year. Really? Every time we talk about the ginger. Someone in the comments make. Didn't you read that <laughs> on a show? I think as I did. Yeah. As a psychotic yeah. comment? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Jason didn't watch it. I didn't watch the show back. He then. was asleep. We ran late that day. There was yeah. some other Christmas thing. Oh, the other thing I wanted to bring up, it's time for it's a trademark Tom segment where I tell you that Disney World isn't the best at something and there's somewhere else you should go. Yes. Um, but actually, it's still in the United States. I think more so than Paris and more so than Tokyo, I think Disneyland does Christmas the best. Haunted Mansion Holiday is obviously there. It's starting in the fall. It's amazing. Small World Holiday is the best overlay of any ride, bar none. I don't even like the Disneyland Small World in general. Christmas, I will, I will ride that 10 times a day. I just think it is the most perfect overlay. It's, that's what the season, it's about people getting together, showing love for one another, and that's what Small World is, so it's this perfect connection. Paris Small World um, does a Christmas overlay, right? Tokyo and Paris both used to do it. They both got rid of it. Yeah, they, they used to, because I saw years, it in Paris. Yeah. Years ago. Yep, when okay. did you go to Paris? Was it 12, oh, 10, nine. 12 years ago? Oh, 09. Yeah. Yeah, so around the same time, Tokyo got rid of it, too, and everyone was like, we don't know why it's gone, and it hasn't come back. And mm. It's weird that, especially Tokyo, where money is not usually yeah. you know, an object, right? Um, but I know in both places, people are like, please bring it back. And I know, obviously, in Florida, people have been like, why don't we have it? Because you probably don't need to close the ride to do that one. You probably, over the course of a couple of days, can hang lights and garland and switch the music track, right? Um, but beyond that, fireworks show, there's a parade. There's no, there's no party, so none of it's you know, uh, behind another paywall. Um, the World of Color Christmas show, Season of Light, is my favorite nighttime show ever, period. I've never seen a nighttime show I've liked more than that show. It's phenomenal. Um, and just everything. Viva Navidad at DCA. The food, the food booths are really good for that festival. That if there is a bucket list thing, Christmas season. And I'm not saying go Christmas week, but like November to early January at Disneyland Resort. No one, not even Japan, doesn't even touch it. 
Not even close. Not even close. So, um, yeah, Disneyland Christmas is, they just go, they go all out. Even, I think even if we still had Osborne, I would still pick Disneyland. There's just so much more stuff going on yeah. in general. Oh, and Cars Land, I didn't even bring up Cars, Cars Land. Land looks Fully cool. Fully overlaid, the I'd rides get overlaid, the whole land. Yeah. yeah. If we had thing. if we had Osborne and Lights of Winter, then it might be a pretty close competition. No, <laughs> no, because like the competition for for Osborne becomes the Small World facade, which they yeah. do the lighting for, and it dances, yeah. and it's very cool. I mean, Osborne better light display, but Small World, not only is it the light display, you then ride into the light display. Yeah, right. It's it's pretty insane. Disneyland doesn't have Christmas lights on shrimp. No. We're really gonna bring no up the, one. like, no. look. I like it's in the chat. I like the, the living with the land overlay. It's it's very nice. Let's not pretend that's a real overlay. Like, guys, <laughs> some some people uh, go in and drop some. It's more of an overlay than they put on Space Mountain. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. For Disney World, it is the best. It's more of an overlay <laughs> than they do yeah. on yeah. Pirates. Right next door to a place that just puts a sweater on a dragon. Yeah, yeah. And that's their Christmas uh. overlay. Oh, a figment? Yeah. yeah. That's not even, that's just a cute thing. See, but that's what the Epcot stuff started as, right? It yeah. was like, the Little people bits. that worked at Living with the Land were like, I went, the manager like, I went and bought Christmas lights. Could we put them up? And a bunch of people signed off on it. And they put them up and we went, and I think posted a video where like, they put up lights on Living with the Land. And then the internet community just took it and went wild. And all they had done was put up Christmas lights. <laughs> yeah. And that somehow began an overlay. Somehow that began a seasonal overlay that now has a budget and has a couple of. I saw they did the big ornament this year. It's got That's, its own theme song. Yeah. It does. I, I haven't <laughs> been on it yet this year. I need to go do it. I need to go do it. But so, and Figment sweater. Figment sweater. I think along those lines, where I think it was like some manager yeah, was, was just like, "Would it be cute if Figment had a sweater?" And yes. then, yeah. And then someone just like signed something. And they paid a couple hundred dollars, and someone made sweaters for Figment. They put the Santa hat and the dinosaur at Chester and Hester's. They actually de they decorate that store a bit. They do that. No, the best thing about Animal Kingdom that I didn't actually, I've never seen until this year, because I usually am not in Animal Kingdom after dark, is I did not know they did, they like wrapped all of Dino Sue in Christmas lights. That yeah. looks so cool. And the, this was the first time I saw it, and I was yeah. like, wow, that's like... I mean, it, it's got that Osborne feeling, just nah. very small. It's Dino Rama was not appreciated to begin with, and I totally get the knocks on it. But the Christmas overlay is yeah. perfect, right? Because they do those like cheap. Mm -hmm. There's Pokey, the weird little yeah. street like so dinosaurs corny. on the light poles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff. It's very, very cute. It, it's a lot of fun. And I mean, the Pandora decorations are great. I love yeah. the Pandora decorations with Santa, Santa sleigh being pulled by banshees. Siva ho ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part. We do wow. write that down. <laughs> Writing this down. I want a Christmas sweater with this on it now. <laughs> like this. Santa Claus riding a banshee. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, no, the, the one in, it's, they, they're pulling the sleigh. The banshees, pulling the banshees the are pulling the sleigh. If you look at the, the right in front of the store, in front of Wind Traders, if you look up, it's this little, the couple of strings, and then there's like wooden banshees pulling a wooden Santa sleigh. It's really cute. Um, yeah, I mean, I wish they had some sort of. I mean, the, the Tree of Life Awakenings, the winter ones are cute. Mm -hmm. I like those. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Merry Menagerie is the like undefeated. It is the best thing at Disney World in the modern era. I think. <laughs> I don't think there's anything that achieves such high guest satisfaction 
as Merry Menagerie. Like it's it's such a simple thing, but it's so well done. They're so their puppets are beautifully done. The people working the puppets are fantastic at it. Oh, so and good! Just yeah. watch. I love to just sit on the bench and just watch people interact with them. Yeah. Because like you said, it's like a surprise and delight, right? It's not marketed heavily, at least not to like tourists. They don't end up seeing it. Like Florida residents, you end up seeing a YouTube ad or something eventually where they're in it. But like for the tourists, they walk in and they're like, "Oh, what is this?" What yeah. Are, and the kids like petting a penguin and suddenly the kids like a bunch of kids will chase the fox around and it's really and they're so really good charming. yeah the puppeteers are so good about like engaging guests like you can be standing there kind of off to the side watching mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they come up to you like they know and they they yeah. really play it up really well that's got to be a fun job that's like street atmosphere right it's just got to be fun to be able mm -hmm. to go and I think, like, of all the things I, this year, was, like, this is the Christmas thing I have to do at the parks if I yeah. miss everything else. Like, more than candlelight, more than anything else, it was, I want to go see Mary Menagerie. Certainly not the Cosmic Rewind overlay. No, wow. that was really disappointing. I still haven't been on it. It was, so, uh, we, Jake and I went on it last weekend, and, um, yeah. like, we get into the ride, and I'm like, okay, what song are we going to get? And it was Run Run Rudolph, but it was Run Run Rocket. Like, they yeah. did a Guardians version of yeah. the Christmas song, and, and I was kind of like... it's not from the special, either. No, no, and it was like... It took me so long to figure out what it was that yeah. it kind of... Like, I just wanted, like, a fun, rocky Christmas song. I didn't want yeah. a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas song. And so it, I was kind of like, oh, well, that was underwhelming. I'm willing to bet it's a one and done. Yeah. I think the reviews have been so bad by just guests in total. Just put a us. regular rock and roll Christmas song yeah. in there. Like, I think that's all, like, I think guests would be so much happier if that's yeah. what they had done. I honestly think, after watching the special, I think the song that's at the beginning of the special would have played really well for people. Like, I think it's a great original song. I think that would have played better than whatever they ended up well, with. We should ask Piano Rob, because he told us that all the songs have this yeah. certain beat BPM. to them. And maybe yeah. he, yeah. maybe... I don't know, maybe no Christmas songs. And that's why they didn't. I'm just that, amazed that or, it wasn't a song from the special. I yeah. Was, that like, could that be a new Diffendall Christmas tradition, is for Jason to ride Guardians with a Santa hat. Oh. No. He's and like, then no. throw up in it? <laughs> yes, Nick. Well, uh, nobody knows. Yeah. I lived through it once. I don't need to live through it every year. Were you sitting next to him when it Oh, I was the one sitting next to him. I was absolutely the one sitting next to him. Well, you get That's off at the ride, you're like, who wants figgy pudding? <laughs> we should go with headphones. No. Thank you. Thank you. Not even close. <laughs> not even close tonight. No. Maybe on another show, but that was not the worst joke tonight. Go, go, go with headphones and let's listen to it. let's listen to the song from the movie yeah. and and see ride the works. ride yeah see if it works yeah there we go yeah oh. could do that so here's the thing we haven't talked about the christmas party yeah because it, it's a waste of time it's okay. Not a tradition. okay yeah you could just go christmas week and see everything right mm. also like it's not when I was a kid, it was legitimately, it legitimately felt like a Christmas party, right? Mm -hmm. It included a family photo. Yeah. It, like, it felt like a, real, like a real Christmas party. And then you get the photo, they hand you hot cocoa and cookie, which they still do that part. Like all those weird little 
things were special. Made it, and also it was. I I remember going and feeling being like it's not very crowded. It's yep. pretty pretty empty. Yep. Um, but also, what makes it less special is the fact that people can come for a whole week and a half and see all of that without paying a hundred and eighty dollars. And if you're not controlling attendance at the parties, then who? What's the difference, right? Yep. For sure. We should at this point just do what Disneyland does and just run everything the whole all the time. season, right? Yeah. But then you wouldn't make all that money on party tickets. No, you wouldn't. But I don't know. Like, the Halloween party feels special because it never leaves the party. Right? We've had this conversation. Right. Halloween party never leaves the event. What happens if the, the Halloween event. party stays at the Halloween party? Yeah, exactly. And because of that, the Halloween party feels like a thing you have to go to every year, and it feels special. And the Christmas party just, you know, you, this is the first year I didn't go cover it. And I don't even care. I'm like, I didn't miss anything. I'll see it all Christmas week. So the only thing, the thing that I enjoyed the most about the Christmas party is the most obscure thing at the Christmas party, which is the Totally Tomorrowland oh my God. Haley Christmas Comet? show. Oh, that, the segment with the, like, uh, West Side Story, like, yeah. Zerg versus, like, oh, my God. It's, I was just, I was watching that and just dying. It was, like, I couldn't stop. I, like, went back and rewatched the video, like, five times because I thought it was so I great. I love that terrible show. It's so bad. Every, it's so every bad, show it's that so has great. performed on that stage has been a pile of garbage. Yep. And I love them all dearly. It's, yeah. it's, like, I miss Stitch's supersonic celebration so much. People did not appreciate how weird. Like, that's the kind of stuff you see in Japan where it's, we fall in yeah. love with those weird shows. It's like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. We love it. And then we actually have had a couple shows like that, and they've all been that stage. <laughs> but this show is like, terrible. Yeah. Let me put my mat down and sit here and wait for it for four hours. I mean, they, <laughs> they do. Yeah. But that's what I just Perch. like. I like when... Things are weird and creative and interesting, and I think totally Tomorrowland Christmas is. And I think there's there's way more pyro at the end of it than you think there's going to yeah. be. Like they they blow up the roof of the building, <laughs> and it's like, guys, how much should you put up? Oh, this uh, it's like, oh my god, what was that? It's like a white, a giant white flash in the square in the shape of a rectangle just goes up off the top of the building. But it's like it's one of those nice things that feels like this almost like hidden secret still like. Yeah. You'd oh, people don't go to it. People don't know no. it exists. I mean, it's on the we, map, but they don't. They're like, I don't know what that. They is. don't know what it is. Yeah, we yeah. went. We went twice, right? Because the first time the show got got like, canceled, because it rained the first day of the yeah. Christmas party, and so the first show, the first time Can't we went, it Haley started, and then it they shut it down. Um, so the set, then we went again later, and they ran the whole show, and it was both times like there were thirty people standing in front of that stage. Yeah, not many. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely hidden secret of the Christmas party if you go. Yeah. That was fun. I do like the stage show, like the castle stage show. I love the stupid cell phone song with all my heart. <laughs> like where they all just pretend to be busy on the phone and the choreography, they all like just miss each other. I love that. And then of course Clarabelle singing All I Want for Christmas is Yeah. It's wonderful. I just yeah. wish that they figured out that there are other things you can do with Christmas party treats besides make them all chocolate peppermint flavored. Every That's other, fair. I feel like it's the worst holiday for they, the food. like party the, food. the party food, the like the holiday exclusive treats because it's all sweets yeah. and it's all chocolate, chocolate peppermint. peppermint. That's like true of all of them though, right? Like 
I feel like everywhere, Paris, wherever, it's it's all peppermint or gingerbread, and that's it. And that's that's everything sweet. There's no regular food, because no one knows what Christmas food is otherwise. No. Right? Except like the America booth when they did like the turkey dinner at Epcot. <laughs> it's like I guess this is Christmas food. All right. You know it's 95 degrees out, and you've handed me two pounds of turkey and gravy, <laughs> and it's very hot. But those are Christmas flavors. Like, there's no other. Yeah, it's, but it's also like it. I don't know. Like Thanksgiving crosses over, right? But we did I the guess. treat review of like the Magic Kingdom holiday yeah. treats. The non-party treats, none of them were peppermint. That's good. It's weird. And then all the ones they did at the party were peppermint. had peppermint in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds about right. So somebody in the chat said eggnog. Can I tell you at SeaWorld today? Oh my God! They had that a, was just spoiled milk, Jason. <laughs> Someone had milked an orca. Actually, <laughs> they had. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh boy! A plus. A frozen slushy eggnog. There's wow. somewhere at Disney World they have was, that it's very was good. Really it? good. No, it was really good. That existed at Disney World. I've had it. Was it the contemporary treat stand at the gingerbread display used to do it? I think they switched to frozen hot cocoa at some point. They also had that. We picked. But the there eggnog. was frozen eggnog one year somewhere. It was really good. The frozen hot cocoa was good, too, and Blizzard Beach used to have it all year. I don't know if they still do. Um, but food at Blizzard. That is a good topic. Florida tradition, is you go to Publix in the holidays, and you get, you get the eggnog ice cream and the peppermint stick ice cream. And, Eggnog ice cream. Oh, Other delicious. places eggnog besides Publix have eggnog no, but it's ice a Florida, cream. No, no. I've never heard of Florida. Oh, eggnog really? ice cream. Florida, you go to Publix Oh, like yeah. Turkey Hill We've used to had make it up in Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. It's always it's been a holiday thing. thing. It's really hard for Floridians. Yeah, it's like a PA things. dairy kind of thing. <laughs> ice cream. I don't think we were allowed to have anything but like uh, Ben and Jerry. <laughs> New York is like it's like the New York ice cream. I don't know. Well, now you've got all the fancy like gourmet stuff like Van Leeuwen and yeah, it's taken over the city. Also, I only eat ice cream from Salt and Straw now. Oh, so they make some really open. their holiday they, flavors they all sounded horrible. Yeah, they're weird. Pine yeah. tree. Once they made that, it was over the summer, and it was like a picnic series, and yeah. they made one with actual like deviled egg in yeah. the ice cream. Really? I, 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 that like oh, put me stop. off salt. That, so good. that ruined me for salt that. and straw. Oh, is it good? Yeah, I would try that. You need to. St- no. Have you been yet? There was. Why do you want hard boiled no. egg oh, in your ice salt. cream? Yeah, oh. over in Disney. Makes no Land. sense. Yeah. Sorry. Mushroom muddy buddies. Yeah, they have some weird stuff. I've liked everything no. I've tried. Yeah. No. No. Not for, nope. Not for me. Not for me. Hard pass. Do we have stuff from the chat? Are there super chats with maybe some, some holiday traditions people have? Or are they unrelated? We'll find it. Let's see. Well, that's empty. But thank you, Scott. Appreciate it. Ooh, yeah. Empty super chat. The empty super chat. Step into the magic 499. You want to see a Disney park at Christmas that you still get those old feelings even you've never gone before? Come to Disneyland. We do it best. That is, yeah, absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Arlo feels very validated by your words. It's true. I had never seen A Christmas Fantasy, and the first time I saw it, I just felt like I'd seen every 90s parade at Disney World. Like, it just felt like all of them. Like, between the music and everything, it it was this... It was weird. It's like he said, it's nostalgic, even though I'd never been there. I'd never been there for Christmas. It still felt nostalgic, which is pretty cool. Yeah. 
Did anyone in the chat have any we missed? Someone no. makes baklava, I'm jealous. Yeah, don't make me say those other words. I don't even know. I don't know what, what any of those things are. Turumbalite right, is the third one. I don't know the second one. Kurum. Kurum beats. I don't know. Rumballs. What? <laughs> what? What are yeah, rumballs? It's oh, in all caps. Rumballs. Oh yeah, rumballs. My mom made the best rumballs. Hot chocolate macaron. Sounds good. I think you guys need to make all these things and send them in. Orca milk. Yeah. <laughs> Just orca milk. Hot cocoa milkshake. I've never had a hot cocoa milkshake. Is that a thing? People are just talking about their home, their home tradition. And whether they like eggnog. Would it not be hot? I love eggnog. I don't get that. I do love eggnog. Spiked eggnog when Hillary's here. Eggnog and Coke at the Coke store. Hmm. Is that a, it, like you mix eggnog I mean, and Coke like, together? Yeah, that's so a like, thing. like Pepsi Pilk. and milk Pepsi is a thing. Yeah, yeah Coke and that eggnog. Was like, that goes back to Laverne and Shirley. On Laverne and Shirley, she always had milk no, and Pepsi. No, she put a glove on a bottle. <laughs> no, she had milk and Pepsi. That was her drink. Did she really? Yeah. Schlamazel. Yeah. Pepsi and milk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, isn't that one of those things that's like, you know, like recipe to make you throw up? Like orange juice and milk? But Pepsi They're doing, and milk? There's a commercial. I forget who the celebrity is who's endorsing it. Is it Lindsay Lohan? I think it's Lindsay Lohan. I mean, it's who's doing not a the good idea to listen to anything she says. So huh? It's never a good idea to listen to anything she says. I mean, usually it didn't make sense half the time. <laughs> so. yeah. Probably all right. Remember when she got thrown out of Disneyland? No, I don't. She had a private birthday party there. And she, she got like, thrown out? all of her friends got drunk remembers. and misbehaved, yeah. and all the cast members hated her. That's right. Yeah, there's more Super Chat. Emma wrote, holiday tradition, making toffee squares and building the new Christmas Lego set. Ooh, toffee square sounds good. <laughs> Alex Zavala, $5. If I work for you guys, if I get to live in the studio as payment. I'll work for you guys if I get to live in the studio as payment. I'll even walk with a hunch. Can have like the our own hunchback of, of the, the studio? The hunchback of the studio. Of the, what is it? Live in the rotunda. rotunda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ring the bell. There is a bell. There's a big bell up there. Make all of these recipes with the food and wine chip measuring cup. Uh. Now on eBay for only $39.99. Why is this still a thing? I don't know, but we got to buy them. Why? So I can use them on cooking with Nick. You want to use them on cooking? We, we do that once a year. Cooking with Nick. It'll make your dishwashing segment even cuter. Good investment. <sighs> What happened in the booth? There's giggling in the booth. I don't want to know. You liked Eric's joke. Okay. People had to watch the episode where the whole chat is going, why are we watching them wash dishes for the last 15 minutes? That's what happens when you're on the air for 50 hours. You can't, you see how hard it is to fill two? I mean. I, I was efficient with my cooking. You were? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. The fried ice cream was, both were good. The chicken so and good. the fried ice cream were both good. Go back and watch it. It's here on the TV channel. Go watch it. Back to the Future, all that stuff. Sitting on here for you to watch. So yeah, I don't know. No one. People are just talking about non-Disney traditions. So I think, I think our, our our discussion is probably done at that point. So thank you, thank you, panel. We do have a post show coming up for Wigs members. So stay tuned, uh, our Wigs members. And remember, kids, <laughs> link cables are second base. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>
Closest to the sun, there's a special celebration, and it sounds quite fun. A jolly old.